When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beers. Get on to HeapsNormal.com, chuck in duty-free at checkout for free shipping all around Australia. And, Heggy, we are we are coming to the end of a, a big run at a lot of festivals all around Australia, a lot of touring over the last few months. And, uh, yeah. boy, oh, boy, do we need to stock our fridges with these. Well, I did, actually. I, I tried the lager recently. Mm. And uh, if you're a lager man, pretty fucking realistic. They've done it again. Mate, I, told, I, had a, I had a fucking year off booze. They're the only ones. I tried them all. This is the only one that tastes like actual beer, so if you want to chuck a couple of those in your fridge, heapsnormal.com. How's this, Heggy? Got the bloods done the other week when I got an ECG, and uh, just before I went in, had a can of Heaps Normal, liver function test, perfect. So <laughs> say what you will, that's science. Man, <laughs> on top of that, friend of the show and convener of one of our sister podcasts, uh, Your Hobby is Shit, Sean Woodland. Oh, yes. Uh, he tried his first ever heaps normal the other day when I had a barbecue and yeah. uh, came with the thumbs up. And he's a green can man, uh, yeah. a, a reverse snob when it comes to beer. <laughs> and he gave it the thumbs up. So there you go. doesn't get better Did, than that. Truly tip rat approved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the Chuck in duty free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf Coast. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the this crashes. Out the fucking door. Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now, and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Good to be back. Oh, here we are, back. The best friends, the boys. We're back together. (laughs) I don't know if you heard the intro last week, mate, but I said only nice things about you. Oh, no, I heard it. I I rarely (laughs) listen back to anything, let alone our podcast, but I did. So, no, I better better just make sure everything's all right there. I'm not there. It turned out it wasn't all right. Pack of fucking lies. I I remember what happened. The last time I made the mistake of letting you record an intro that was um Oh yeah. <laughs> fuck, I never want to get in a fist fight with you because if I somehow go down, that the shot that puts me down won't be the last one I receive. I have got a feeling yeah, it shouldn't some, be. <laughs> some feet in the back of the head when I'm on the desk. Oh yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> the, the king let his guard down, I had to get in. Yeah. Great. Well good on you. And uh, good luck to your family. Well <laughs> um well, the the thing is, I of course just I I said that 
you know, you spend too much time cooking in your driveway. And the next day, our mate, Harley Breen, great comedian, puts up a photo of you barbecuing in the fucking driveway. I called it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it did look a bit grim. I had It was hard rubbish. I had a desk out there, like an on-school desk ready to go. I thought, oh, I'll just pre- prepare on that. And the tarp was up. Didn't mm. look a bit third-worldy, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. It's not always like that. You're selling petrol know. out of a fucking old Tarex bottle. Yeah. <laughs> To people coming past Had on scooters. Pedaling a bicycle to keep the rotisserie going, <laughs> that sort of thing. Good fun. Just good fun. But it's good to be. Oh, good clean fun. It's good to be back together. I, I covered your mare of a flight last week, your flight back from Perth. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah. When inexplicably a man that travels as much as you picked a window seat. Um, fuck. Don't know what you were thinking there. Well, I was in an exit row. I thought, no, nah, I'll be. Oh, surely. Be all right. People don't splurge on that. Filthy tip rats don't. These ones did. They were gigantic, the pair of them. The video is on our Instagram at Midfly Brawl. Um, yeah, you were squashed up against the window there. Someone in the middle seat was, as we refer to, a two-seater. Yeah. But not on that flight. Oh, I had to sit on the edge of the seat the whole time. It was also, terrible. It was a bad time. Also, it's not even that. I don't give a fuck if you're 300 kilos. You can't have a wet wound with a yeah. wet dressing on it. And then not have a jumper. I did move her arm quite a lot while she's asleep. She didn't wake up. Mm. I'd pick up her hand and put it across herself. Oh, and try to sort of attach it to the other side. Yeah, to the other. Oh, so use, be across her using her own wound back as an adhesive. <laughs> <laughs> no, just I was hoping her hand would go across and just hold on to the other seat rail or her de facto's yeah. guts or something, but it didn't. <laughs> never attached. And just kept coming back. I thought when you said you lifted her arm, you were doing like an old wrestling, just check if they're out, you know. One, oh, two, no. if it drops on the third, it's a KO. But then she, oh, she was you know, out. the hand starts shaking on that third drop halfway down. Yeah. Revive. She's up and about. <laughs> Woo. No, definitely not. No escape. It was, a, it was a difficult time. I'd rather not think about it too much more. Um, well, I stitched you up though and it cost me 37,500 uh, Qantas points to get you back. Um, 10,000. 10,000 on the initial flight from Melbourne to Perth, upgraded. Yeah. Fuck the video. Got maggot. Watched Interstellar again. Um, my plans for the flight were to do heaps of work. Got sidetracked with about 12 glasses of red and a couple of frothies. Yeah. And uh, the video, when I landed, went to post it. The video was fucked. And I go, well, we've got to do this again, getting ready for another 10,000 Qantas points for an upgrade. Yeah. Nah, 27.5. Why? But I knew there was a small window to make fun of your video. So I've done that. I could have sent the whole family on a holiday, probably overseas. But uh, instead, an eight-second joke oh. and worth it. Money well spent. Good on you. 100%. I get asked, uh, flying a lot recently, they'll say, do you want to bid on an upgrade? I go, yeah, all right. I'll bid like a buck. I'll mm. bid a buck oh five and yeah. see if someone else bids a buck <laughs> and I get an upgrade. No. Nah. They go, oh, bidding starts at $390 or something. Oh, no. Nah. Yeah, sometimes only costs seventy. Sometimes you can upgrade with points. They're the only ones I'll take. Other times you gotta you gotta pay money. And I, I also thought the same thing, but then I guess that's not how it works. Can't just rock up to a for sale sign on a Saturday and go two dollars look around. Well, <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> well, if it's unreserved, you can. It's eBay rules. <laughs> uh, mate, touring still rolling on. 
Let's uh, get this out of the way. You are in lovely Newcastle this weekend, I believe. Yeah, and much like Perth, it's going to be the fifth attempt in three years, I reckon. Finally getting up Newcastle Comedy Festival this weekend. The date eludes me. Let me have a squeeze. The 21st, I'm doing a solo show. Yeah, and the 20th, the Friday, I'm hosting the gala, Newcastle Comedy Festival gala. So, da. Yeah, someone's going to iron a shirt. Look out. For the Friday, not the Saturday. Fuck that. And you, my friend, you're back in Bris Vegas, your hometown, the, the hometown hero, returns yes. this Friday, Saturday, the Powerhouse Theatre. The boys have made it. We're in the big room now, Heggy. Yeah, I mean, it's so far so good. Perth and Sydney were great. A lot of MFB um, listeners came along, actually. You can tell because mm-hmm. I say things like, gentlemen prefer cash Yeah, when I'm shifting units afterwards. But... um. Yeah, it's been really good actually so far. I sneak, and as Newcastle will find out, I sneak a uh, more chilly reference into the show and you can find out the MFB fans in the crowd because they just woo. Yeah. <laughs> woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's finally happened. All those pokies and all that wrestling watching, it's paid off. Oh, I've had to someday. Um, speaking of loyal fans, uh, anyone who signed up to Patreon Business Plus in May, I've been a bit busy, sorry, the pencils are on their way this week to you, unless you're overseas, in which case an album is on its way to you. And we'll be discussing new merch. We'll have some new, uh, news on that soon, new merchandise, and the fucking T-shirt should be up on the website any time that the tech one of us decides to fucking do it. Mm. Yeah, I'll get that done as soon as I uh, have a set. Fuck, man, I, I must say you've done very well there, Heggy. I thought I was the ad man, but here he comes, back to back to back to back. He's done it. Absolutely smashed that. Um, hey, before we get stuck into the app, your Zoom background each week is always a scene of some grim crime. This one, uh, black and white, rarely seen. Black mm. and white photo, but an aerial photo of, uh, man, it's, it's a, I'm going to guess a compound of some description. Yeah. Or this is some, well, little, before you give anything away, let the man have a guess, Waco. No, I think we've done Waco, but I can't remember. No, not not Koresh's house. Um, Well, actually, it's a bit of a furphy. I was looking for Russell Mad Dog Cox's house, Australia's (laughs) most wanted in the yard. That's what we talk about some days. It was Russell Mad Dog Cox. Where is he? Who was that? He was on the run for 11 years, this bloke. He escaped from this place right behind me, Long Bay Jail. Ah, Escaped. So this is his house, basically, <laughs> and uh, went back to the clink. Where did he? Now he's out. I think he got out in about oh four, oh five, and now he's he's a builder and cleaner in Queensland. Sick. So, Good to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. How? Uh, how? What was I going to say? How did he get busted? Normally, it's like at Nan's house oh, making fuck. a sandwich, or yeah, I can't remember. I haven't. I, I got a, someone will know who's listening, who's about my age, but I, I think. Um, Fuck, I don't know. I dare say a dobber got him. Nah. Operation Noah, something like that. <laughs> um, before we do get started, though, well, on on um, loyal listeners, someone uh, put up a Wikipedia uh, entry oh. <laughs> on notable alumni of Westboro Baptist College, <laughs> Nicholas Jeffrey Cody. Jeffrey with a J. With a J, yeah. Westbourne grammar. Yeah, I've got the dinger ready here. I haven't got it with me. Is it still there? Oh, 
Mate, it? and it's still made it. I just had a look this morning. I um I sent it to some mates of mine and I thought, shit, I never got a screenshot. But it happened a few days ago. Still on there. The Westbourne Grammar Wikipedia. I'm up there with notable alumni as runner-up of the Voice Kids Australia 2014 and a footballer for Australia United. Uh, Nicholas Jeffrey with a J. Cody. I don't know oh, who did it. this, yes. but let's get it done. <laughs> My favourite bit is, right. is they have written out these dings. Actor. Yeah. Comedian. Radio host. Father. Presenter of the Mid-Flight Brawl podcast. And notable television salesperson. <laughs> <laughs> They've even typed out more chili at the end just to guide you through how to say it. Very good. <laughs> Whoever's done that, excellent work. Oh, yeah. Oh. I like it. Um, <laughs> Writing out the dings and the more chili, what a beautiful touch. Oh, it's a great touch. Conrad's oh. over at Westboro uh, Baptist College. Um, Protesting uh, a funeral. Grandma, sorry. A soldier's funeral. No, he's... Um, He's next Tuesday. He's he's doing Mamma Mia, which I assume your face is on the honour boards for. Um, uh, high School Musical, the School Musical. Conrad, sound man, he can put in whatever sound he likes right here. Go for it, Conrad. I'll assume it was a fart. Now, um, Conrad, sound extraordinaire. He uh, he is working over there, though. Heggy, I never went to a school musical. I don't know if I've said it on here. It was compulsory um, when I went to Westbourne Grammar that you had to attend the school musical each year. And five years ago, oh, your row, mum did something stupid. Yeah, mum wrote. Uh, he's one of his grandparents passed away. We won't be going. Then the sixth year, like year twelve, they sent a note saying the jig's up. We got you. Uh, you've got to, you know, you have to come along. How many tickets? And there was one, two, three, four with boxes next to them and mum wrote underneath zero and ticked that and said, I'd rather put hot needles in my eyes and ears. So Great. mum's not fucking around. Should have done that from the start. <laughs> Wouldn't have to kill off so many grandparents. <laughs> Speaking of jigs up, anyone who is housebound and can't make it to any stand-up shows this year, of myself or you or any comedian for that matter, just uh, of a Friday, pop over to <laughs> Advocates <laughs> Newsletter and you'll see a bunch of our jokes in... In written out format, just there they go, just for you. Spread them around. Not so many of mine because my stand-up's more rambling life stories. But uh, boy, oh boy, somebody's been through the Heggy catalogue. I don't know. You must have left oh. your manifesto at a cafe. No, just bloody happy to help out. <laughs> Whatever. What do they say? Pinching is flattery or something? <laughs> or something like that. I don't know what the saying is. Filching IP. That's... Uh, the highest form of flattery. So consider myself quite flattered a dozen or so times in the last couple of years. You've probably just made up that that say. Imitation is flattery. Yeah. Well. But pin, pinching is flattery will probably on that be on that website pretty soon now that it's come yeah. out of your mouth. Luke Heggie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. We better get stuck in. Let's do it. Let's do it. Woo! Righto, mate. Uh, this week. We're looking at June 14, 2020. Ooh. That is hot off the presses. It is pretty hot off the press. Uh, WestJet, flight WS706 Vancouver to Toronto. Um, WestJet, not too many incidents and accidents to speak of here. We've had a WestJet, I believe we had the rapper with that song that you hated. 
Yeah, the Canadian rapper. And now it's not in the toy. Potok Philippe. Oh, I wish it was in there. Your mate. Yeah. Your favourite genre and your favourite probably rapper, Potok <laughs> Philippe. Fantastic. Oh. Um, they, uh, they do keep overshooting the runway onto the grass, WestJet. Yeah. It's pretty much a winter problem. It's cold up there, but they have managed to do it in summer as well. So <laughs> it's fine. Um, there was a man, right? Yeah. From Surrey, BC, pretty much Vancouver. Like if, if you're overseas and from Surrey, BC, just tell people you're from Vancouver. Yeah, of course. Always disliked asking people where they're from, getting an answer too specific. Yeah, but how far is it from Vancouver? It's a suburb. Ah, uh, yeah. Just say the city. Yeah, you do. Like people, Americans, Americans are the worst at this. Mm. I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, okay. They love stats. It's why they ask your name and follow it up with how tall are you, how much you can bench press, what are you, 5'11", 180, what do you press? That's how they introduce themselves to me, and that's why you love them so much and want to be one. Yep. I am 5'10 and a half and 225 for seven, if you're wondering. Now, I, what I uh, what I don't like is imagine imagine like me going overseas and someone from London asks me where I'm from and I say Hopper's Crossing. They go, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Just say the just say the nearest big joint. Save everyone some trouble. I'd just say Australia myself. I just even then you have trouble in the Sepo, the less uh the the less <laughs> populated states. <laughs> Don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Um famous alumni from Surrey BC, pretty much just politicians and ice hockey players, or as they like try to call it hockey. Um <laughs> Two standouts, though. Uh, to be fair, though, we we don't even have ice here and we call hockey field hockey. Well, we just call it hockey because <laughs> it's hockey. Uh, ice hockey is the second one. Like field hockey existed beforehand, so it's called hockey. Yeah, but that doesn't make it that doesn't make it better, you know? Then say it made it better. It's just a different fucking name. Yeah, of course. It's not worse just because you say it's ice hockey, which it is. Yeah, ice hockey's great. Just don't try to filch your fucking name, basically. Um. Although, I don't know. I don't know about ice hockey. It's like a, it's like watching two kids try to play foosball. Bit of a lottery, <laughs> isn't it? No one knows what's going to happen. Yeah. The cameraman, rarely on the goals when it goes in. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Got a lot of locked off cameras for different parts of that. You don't know what's going on. Man, the thing I never knew until I went there live was that how often they're changing the team. Because you can't see the helmet, I don't know players' numbers. They're just fucking every two minutes, they're off. Oh, yeah. Sprint off, sprint off, sprint off. I thought there was only maybe seven on the team. No, fitness is not that necessary. Everyone gets a go. Yeah, they got to do it for a minute. I'll tell you where fitness isn't necessary. Last week, I was doing a thing you'd love to do, film an ad for a truck company. Yeah. And um, I, got to, I got to race a, a road bike against a truck Yeah. in this thing. So I was on a road bike, a four and a half thousand dollar road bike that some triathlete let the. I just let you ride a bike. Yeah. Let, what do you mean? That's what I fucking do. That's how I got to work today. Oh, I thought you meant motorbike. Sorry. Yeah. Go on. No, 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 no. This is like a triathlete bike. So I got to drive the trucks. Mm. Big fucking truck. It was sick. But we did a thing where I raced the truck, and that this four and a half thousand dollar road bike, it was the best thing I've ever been on. Oh, pretty good. It was so easy to ride. I now know why the Tour de France goes for three weeks 
because it's the only way you can get fucking tired. Yeah. It, man, forget France. Just ride 20K on my shit pushy. You'll be as fucked as if you do the Tour de France on an expensive bike. Oh, yeah. That's why I've, I've never rated those Peloton cyclists here. Like if you're not racing, you don't need a 10 grand bike. No. It's just going to make you faster. Who cares? Leave earlier. <laughs> Pedal harder. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Um, good on them though for giving it a crack. A couple of standouts from BC, from Surrey, BC though. Baltej Singh Dillon, the first mm-hmm. RCMP officer allowed to wear a turban. Oh, great. Don't see a lot of turban wearers on horseback, do you? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, that reminds me of uh, Old Town Road. Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus. That's two cultures coming together, making something unique. Who was Billy Ray Cyrus's mate? Who was the other one? Lil Nas X. Little Nas X. That's you know that gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. Chuck it in, comrades. Um, what culture was Little Nas X then? African American hip hop dude. Oh, okay, gotcha. A meeting of the minds. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy Ray and Little Nas X. <laughs> uh, the other notable bloke from Surrey, BC, is vocalist with Free and Bad Company, Paul Rogers. Love that. Oh, you must have played that every day on Triple M, no? <laughs> so you said what? Sorry? On what? Triple M. Sorry, did I say it too loud? Yeah, got to whisper it, mate. Didn't mean to yell. Mate, that, I, I clocked a bit of that music video mm. and just at that time where for some reason they'd zoom in on a guitarist doing fuck all because yeah. they're not jumping around, you know? It's just <laughs> yeah. someone tapping their foot. <laughs> yeah. Like that, I need to be in it. I don't think they want to be in it. <laughs> oh, it's a Dr. Hook era of just heaps of band members just standing around. Like fucking yeah. road, like roadworks guys getting filmed. Yeah, no, no, not on me. I didn't know. Um, our leading man this week, though, is none other than Balveer Singh. Not to be confused with Democratic politician in the first seat to win a countrywide election in New Jersey in 2018. No. Um, nor should our Balvir Singh be confused with medical instructor at Duke University, Balvir Singh, Durham County, North Carolina in the crosshairs yet again. What a joint. Man, pretty good name to have. That's a that's a reverse Jaden. Balvir Singh. Yeah, that's some pretty notable Balvir Singhs there. Oh, Balvir. Remember Duke University? Yeah, the lacrosse team. Home of Crystal Magnum. Crystal Mangum, Chris- the stripper turned murderer who tried to land the Duke lacrosse team in the shit for money. Was she a murderer as well? Later on, yeah. Oh, Murder later boyfriend. on? Yeah. Oh, wow. In the clink as we speak, Crystal. Wow. So not her fault. Um, anyway, this flight, Vancouver to Toronto, WestJet, <laughs> the flight wasn't too long in the tooth when an unknown dobber came running down oh, the back no. of the plane to tell on someone. 
Ugh. running to do a dob like a kindy kid. Uh, this is this was relatively early days in the Dobathon demic. Uh, you know, it was perfectly acceptable last couple of years to call the cops if your elderly neighbour had three friends around for a game of Canastra and a snifter of sherry. You'd fucking mm. get the right squad around there. So the Dobber has said, oh, quickly, you must come quickly. There's a big problem up there. You've got to sort it out. I'll lead the way. And the problem, of course, was Balvir Singh. Um, oh, what's he was done? he was not wearing a mask. Oh no, he refused to. By the way, I'm all for a rule here and there, but fuck me on the, these flights uh, to and from Perth. Right, four and a half hours. You're in a tube. Everyone meal service. Everyone eats their food, has a drink. Then an hour later, they go meal service has ended. Even if you've got more drinks, you've got to put your mask back on now. You go, mm. why? It's fucking the horse is bolted, mate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, nice. Surely we're at the point, if you want to wear one, wear one. Yeah, I th- I don't know. For me, it's like the don't eat a hamburger and go swimming, kids. You commit to something <laughs> like that, you got to stick with it. Yeah. And so you can't just say, no, I was wrong. You can do what you want. <laughs> so you got to commit. Um, on the face of it, appears to be just another anti-masker having a bloody rant about his freedom fries or something. Boring. But no, it wasn't. There was a reason he couldn't wear a mask, a very, very good one. What do you think it was? Oh, well, you'd, you'd just say something religious and then they can't stop you? No. Oh. He was, he was smoking a cigarette. Oh, mad dog. <gasps> Nothing short of dangerous to put a mask on for that. <laughs> Mate, COVID can't get in if all these fucking durry dusters line the oh, lungs. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> there was a uh, there was a minor scuffle. Nothing really came of it. Singh had a tussle with the flight crew when they manhandled him. Person handled him, beg your pardon. And uh, all the while, <laughs> while he was fighting, he managed yeah. to keep the dart attached to his bottom lip. Oh. I've legend. always loved that. That's not, I love that. That's not his first or last dart. No. Nah. <laughs> There's no way that's your first dart if you can do that. You have a fight while you still got one stuck in there. At the side of me, I'll fucking get here, cunt. I'll yeah. fucking fight you. Oh, I've always <laughs> admired people who complete who can complete any task with a durry hanging off the bottom lip. More physical, the better. I'm going to get photos put up around my job. People building the Westgate Bridge, the Empire State Building, yeah. just darting, catching hot rivets. Yeah, it's great. With a fucking dart. Oh, man. I've always loved it. Like a bloke under the bonnet of a of a car, fixing a busted carby, yanking a lamb <laughs> out of a sheep, going, come yeah. here, you fucking little bastard. <laughs> Just narrow-eyed Australian man shit, <laughs> durry, hanging off the lip. It's all- <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's almost, uh, yeah, that's never been said. Hey, hey guys, hope you're all having a good day. 
That's never been said with a durry out the side. It's always no. fucking good here. It's always fucking kicks off the oh, sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Siphoning petrol through a bit of garden hose with your mouth. <laughs> durry over the other what? side. That'll be right. <laughs> fucking get out of your petrol. Yeah. <laughs> um, WestJet spokesperson and Calgary Flames supporter and keen golfer Morgan Bell said, oh, not again. Already had Potok Philippe. Now we've got another yeah. bloke being a fuckhead on a plane. Um, Still like this bloke more. This bloke would towel up Potok. Oh, I reckon nearly anyone I've ever met would towel up <laughs> Potok. I'd give my kids a go. Go bash that bloke, will you? They'll probably come back with bloodied knuckles. Um, I That ice hockey thing, Like, there's only – how many teams are there? Can't be that many. Each conference seems to have about four teams. It's like the Australian soccer. You go, oh, we're bottom of the table. Two weeks later, uh-huh. oh, we're top of the table. What? No, uh, 32. Yeah, but they don't, only, they don't play each other, do they? They only play in their own little. Two conferences, four divisions. So I'm not sure how it works with the NHL. I wouldn't. It's probably the same as the NFL. So the NFL's 32 teams as well. Your, your little division, four teams in there. You play each of those teams three times. Right. You play everyone in your conference, so out of 16. You play them once, I believe, and then you play one group from the other conference, a group of four teams, you play them one time each. Right. And I think you I think you find yourself around 16, 17 games there. Right. Why don't they just play each other once? That's it. Travel around, <laughs> play each other once, <laughs> bang, done. Yeah, that would make sure you are the true... World champs. Yeah. Well, world. I don't know. Again, <laughs> debatable. But well done. I'm just saying you're the world. Um, the uh, the plane, though, um, didn't go to Toronto. It was diverted. Diverted. It was diverted, I beg your pardon, <laughs> to beautiful Winnipeg, Manitoba. Again, the, uh, the RCMP got involved. A few ponies must have gotten on the plane. Fucking hell. What's scary, you reckon? Uh um, bike cops or horse cops? What, bicycle? Yeah. Scarier? Yeah. Bicycle cops couldn't be less scary. <laughs> they chase you, you change direction. You jump over a gutter, they're finished. They have to stop. Horses, much scarier. You turn around and see one of the bike cops is on a mongoose villain. You go, fuck, he can hop this curb as well. Yeah. Run Mad up some dog. stairs and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you might get caught. Your mate gets a new bike. Segway cops. Oh, do they have them? Yeah, I think I saw a cop on a Segway. Maybe that's a an American airport thing. Oh, Christ. Once we running each other around in fucking wheelbarrows or something. <laughs> um, Winnipeg, whose residents are known informally as Peggers. Don't know if that's changed yeah. in recent times. Yeah, uh, I'd be I'd be changing that quick sticks. Yeah, <laughs> not, don't Wonderful. fight the times. You've got to roll with them. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful airport. Not like your favourite bloody Gold Coast news agencies that keep on selling those dolls that your lounge room's full of. Oh yeah, even though the rest of society. <laughs> oh, you still get a gollywog at a, at a Queensland news power <laughs> out in the country. Don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah, mate. Need a five game Powerball quick pick. Gears, a uh, couple of $5 scratchies, two gollywogs, and curry <laughs> <A> mail. Jelly wrap. 
Um, the Queensland showbag, yeah. Pretty, pretty good airport at the Winnipeg Plaza Premium Lounge, where you can enjoy three to six hours of relaxation for sixty four dollars forty two per person. That's that. Oh. That's that tax bullshit <laughs> that they pull. North Americans do that, don't they? Just tell me it's seventy bucks, you fuckheads. Yeah. I just, I can't stand that. I said it before. I, I can't stand it. Keep a bit extra. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> just tell me the price. Um, Winnipeg, Peg City, has the second highest murder rate in Canada. Oh, wow. Bitterly cold and miserable there. Um, might as well just kill someone. <laughs> Crawl into their skin. I don't know. Blood is warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is one of the key factors in that its minimum wage is the lowest of any city in Canada, $11.95 an hour, and the poor enjoy murdering more than the rich. That's why high society murders are so interesting to everyone. They're rare. Um, although there is a bright side, when you get shot in Winnipeg, it's a 50% chance it's gang-related. So oh. stay away from gangs. Don't jump in front of bears. And you yeah. probably won't get shot in Manitoba. It's just a simple heads or rats tails there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also... Poor towns, they they got a real tendency to get behind their sporting teams, don't they? Even if they grossly underachieve in sport, such as ice hockey, which fucking, you know, the Winnipeg have an ice hockey team, never won. Sure um, do. They've got a good song. But they love their team to a point where, yeah, they wrote a cool song about their ice hockey team, <laughs> Go Jets Go. Peg City again. No, that's, Peg City. That's... <laughs> Very different to what it. <laughs> and Aussie would say Peg City. I'd yeah. say, you know where Heggy just moved to? Peg City. <laughs> <laughs> His missus took him to Peg City. <laughs> oh, man. Um, that sounds like every song of that ilk that you like. <laughs> All the same. It's probably it's probably Potec Philippe. Yeah. Potec Philippe could be any of them. Who knows? Um along the same lines though, as your favorite team of any sport of all time who wrote a song. I certainly did. The Brisbane Broncos. <laughs> Difference there, though, I assume the Winnipeg, uh, the Peg City song, yeah. that's not sung by players. <laughs> I wouldn't think on so. On the it's Winnipeg not. Jets, that was Alan Langer, <laughs> Kevin Walters, and his twin Kerrod. Kerrod, fucking hell, Kerrod. Walter, the Ipswich connection. They used to come through the drive-through at the KT, just in a in a massive like Aussie Kingswood sort of tank thing. By the way, I'm just going to guess there is that Kenmore Tavern. Kenmore Tavern, yeah, the KT <laughs> in the drive-through. And some some bloke I work with, he made Kev get out because he was in speedos or something. He goes, "No, you're going to have to come and show me, Kev, what you want." 
I could, I don't understand. He goes, over there in the no, which one, mate? And he made him get out in his speedos and come running around and show him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I assume late 80s, early 90s at the fucking KT drive-thru, yeah. there was only two things, 4X gold slab or Bundy rum bottle. Yeah, or 4X heavy <laughs> slab. <laughs> I'm not sure what you mean, Kev. We've got three <laughs> products here. You'll have to get out. Oh, they had Black Rats by then. They were around about 91, 92. Oh, what a game changer. Yeah. The karate juice, the sugarcane champagne. Oh, you never had to mix anything anymore <laughs> like a fucking Neanderthal. Yeah. Imagine. Um, We've measured out a shot for you and mixed it with the worst cola you've ever had. Mm. Save you the hassle. I wonder where they're getting their cola. Like it's... Bad cola. It's LA ice or something yeah. in there. <laughs> LA ice is still going. They're yeah. like, we're not moving any bottles of that at a Woolies. We are <laughs> we've got the hookup. I don't reckon. We're doing it'd the, have... We've got the Bundy Rum fucking cola connection. They must do. LA ice wouldn't I haven't checked, but I'm going to. I don't know that they'd have a use by date on their cola. <laughs> it's fucking potent cola anyway. None of them probably do. It must just last for so long, especially because there's fuck all bubbles in the LA ice. They're not mm. going to worry about it. It's just syrupy shit. Um, it's probably got the same little black font on there and you look closer and it just says, don't worry, longer than you. Yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, Crown attorney Kirsty Elgert told the court Singh was repeatedly asked to wear his mask and he repeatedly refused. Well, he's darting. That's a fire hazard. Yeah. Well, exactly. She told the court to use the overhead call button 15 times during the flight and that the flight crew became concerned about this increasingly belligerent behaviour. The other passenger came running to the back of the plane, indicated someone at the front of the plane was smoking a cigarette. Crew rushed to the front of the plane and located Mr Singh sitting in the aisle with a lit cigarette in his hand. Again, much like I don't know if you saw Heggy the Bloke in Florida couple of weeks ago who uh, he was in a little two-seat Cessna and the pilot had a medical episode mm. and this bloke had to get on the radio and go, hey, guys, pilot's fucking, we think he's dead. I don't know how to fly. And the the tower talked him through landing the plane. Yeah. And this bloke got to land a plane, right, an absolute dream of mine. Next to that is someone kicking off on a plane now post 9-11. Post 9-11, they could just show you a packet of cigarettes and I reckon you can just fight them. And you won't get in trouble. Yeah, probably. How did this – it was just the two of them on the Cessna and he landed it successfully. Landed it. Yeah, it took him to Palm Beach Airport. And you want to do that? Oh, man, I've got a – there's a few fantasies like that. Another one, someone trying to break into the car out the front while I'm awake with one of my kids who refuses to sleep properly mm-hmm. and you just get to take your anger out on them. Yeah, right. Bash I the mean, fuck out of someone. I completely agree with the taking anger out thing but – like the hero complex stuff. I don't know about that. <laughs> Sounds like you might be in the future joining up a volunteer fire brigade and starting fires, <laughs> coming in and sorting them out. Hey, so the pilot passed out on Cody's plane. What happened? Oh. Like a sunset, <laughs> dying yeah. with the rising of the moon. Turns out he wasn't good under pressure. Yeah. You'd have to say, lads, I want you to talk me through how to land this. Just wait till I finish singing. <laughs> then you can tell me. Um, Just having that whistled into the black box is it? <laughs> Gone too soon. One of my dreams 
is to never get on a plane where at least two people on there know how to fucking land it. <laughs> yeah, saying that, I'd never be on a plane like that. No. Um, sitting in the aisle, though, that's a little bit Yoko mm. Ono for me. <laughs> Don't sit on the fucking floor unless you're a child in an assembly. Yeah. They also, um, hey, that was said on my flight coming back from Perth. Mm. Hey, just a reminder, nobody, including children, can sleep in the aisles. Yeah. Yo, fuck, it's it's three or four hours. Yeah. Wouldn't have even assumed that may be a thing. Why are you listing off these rules? Are, are people that fucked that it's made it into the into the pre-show announcements? Well, I don't know. If, if they call it, like they're probably alluding to lying down on the aisles. That's what we all think. But the, uh, the de facto's next to me recently <laughs> on that plane, the bloke was so... He was his head was in the aisle pretty much. He was like he didn't fit in the chair himself, and he was right out in there. They had to push him to get the trolley past. Jesus, they had to push him back to get the trolley past. <sighs> um, Use those points next time, buddy. Oh God, I need some more <laughs> points. Singh's lawyer, Gagan Deep Carlon, said, unfortunately. He was met with some turmoil and he got himself in some situations that are a little bit troubling. Ah, um, what's the turmoil? Yeah. He was sentenced, Belvere, to five days of time served. He'd already been in the clink for 40 days and 40 nights by that stage, like Jesus. And, well, hold uh, on. He got sentenced to five days, yeah. but he'd been in there for 40. Yeah. I'd be suing for those 35 days back. Well, <laughs> I think he, I think they counted that because um, – uh, he got barred from air travel in Canada. He also got told by the judge to pay 13000 CAD for the diversion. Um, that's not getting paid. So I assume that's where the 35 no. days came in. Let's go, look, we'll call it quits, mate. Just ask for thirteen grand. Um, court heard the conviction means Singh will also be deported back to his home country of India where his wife and daughter live. Free flight oh. back to the family. Wonder why he wasn't just there anyway, makes you think. <laughs> Dad's home early. What'd you do? Oh, uh, fuck, you don't want to know that. Fucking get over here, give us a hug. It's probably walking in dark in the mouth. <laughs> good old guys, good to see you. That's one way to sort of explain away the cigarette burns on your kids. You go, no, I was hugging them. I just couldn't get them. It was stuck in the Stop side of my bleep. mouth. Um, it's, um, by the way, if you. If you ever had a reason to dart on a flight, it's for getting deported and you're going home to your family early. That's the flight you should be darting on. Oh, yeah. What? You could get it diverted and don't have to go. <laughs> Just end up somewhere else. Um, Gagandeep, the lawyer, told the court, Balvir came to Canada 12 years ago but lacks support here. Um, mm-hmm. He added, he recently became homeless and lives with diabetes. Outside court, they said he was on the flight to live with a relative on, in Ontario when the trouble began. Uh, prior to getting on the plane, Singh had been hospitalised and at the time of the flight had low blood sugar and he'd been drinking. A combination, Carlon told <laughs> the court, contributed to his behaviour. Yeah. So no one's fault, was it? But not, but, a, not a bad country there, Canada, where you're homeless with diabetes and you know, shit's gone south and you still can catch a flight. Yeah, you still get a flight. Be still afford cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, low blood sugar. 
can be fixed with some lollies or honey or something that the body will turn into sugar, which includes booze. So yeah, I'm confused. Bun- it needs a Bundy rum can. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just I think it's just slower, and uh, not great for the nanny state to admit that all of us could just cure diabetes by drinking more. Um, remedy for most things, beer. By the way, I, I, I copped a few messages on an old Just for Laugh Sydney clip. Yeah, where I, you know, have a joke about diabetes, oh. and uh, well, they come at you. Yeah, they're not happy, are they? Mm. I mean, I've you know, I don't know. Are, you, are we talking uh, larrikin's diabetes or the the one that you have to inject <laughs> yourself? Well, that's the hard part, isn't it? Makes you think, doesn't it? There are a couple <laughs> different types. Yeah. Oh, is that, that old bit of mine for? about? I hate the term chocoholic. What I'm going, what I'm going for is diabetic. The true chocolate champions. Yes. And a few of them yelled at me saying, "That's not how you get it." I'm like, "Well, not your one, obviously. There are two types. Hence the type one, type two. Yeah. But there wouldn't be too many type ones coming after you. You don't think so? I don't think I so. I don't know which one is the <laughs> the larrikins one. <laughs> Yeah, the larrikins one's the one, like, you're pretty, let's face it, you bring it upon yourself. Even though it's not your fault, don't worry. Um, it's the lifestyle one. What happened to his foot? Oh, no, he's got the old larrikin leg. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, low blood sugar. Be- Belvere, he, uh, he got Well, that banned. was your old, your old larrikin's disease. It's too, it's, it's too wide now. It's like larrikin's disease, it, it's too many things. It's like mental health. Oh, it's a battle. Got to get specific. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Type 1 larrikin's disease. <laughs> got some vitamin J. Um, Balvier got banned from flying within Canada immediately, so his family were trying to find a way to get him back to Ontario. Murray's bus, isn't it? Well, oh, fuck yeah. Greyhound over there. Mate, you can dart on there with your whippersnipper, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I had a squeeze. Greyhound, Winnipeg. By the way, to Toronto. The, sorry, just quickly. That's the what we're talking about. There is a live uh, episode from Canberra a couple of months ago. If you haven't heard it, Heggy caught a Murray's bus back to Sydney. A lot of people, Heggy, after the video of you uh, next to the two seater on your flight back from Perth. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> suggested Murray's bus next time. <laughs> Perth to Sid, Perth to Sydney, Murray's bus. Absolutely no way. <laughs> That'd be worse. <laughs> You'd be sitting on someone's bag of fucking weed. Well, there's no one's catching a bus, but it'd cost more than the plane. You reckon? Unless you're running drugs or fucking yeah. wanted. There's no way you're fucking getting on a bus mm. that long. Crazy. Crazy talk. Yeah, just on snacks. I've got to say, too, the blowback from getting a bus from Canberra to Sydney, get fucked. Oh, no. No, people loved it. I've been, I've been on that bus many times. I'll tell you what. Hung over on a bus better than hung over on a plane. Have that for free. Yeah. Take that to the bank. <laughs> Not to the blood bank. I don't know about this one, though. Um, Winnipeg to Toronto, 22 yeah. wonderful hours on the road. Beautiful. Oh. Mate, I, I did one of those. I did a, uh, I did a fuck, where did I come from? Chicago, Montreal, Chicago, Toronto, Montreal. Mm. On a bus, took fucking eight. First leg was eight hours. The next one was fucking sixteen or something. Goodness, on a greyhound. Yeah, grim. Um, Belvia found that face mask wearing was a little more necessary as he left court. Oh, 
don't see, you don't see too many jumpers overheads anymore, do you? Like pedophiles and the like braving a media storm outside court with a fucking sloppy joe pulled over their heads. Masks have done the job. North Americans leaving court, you know, a lot more demure. They're, they're quiet. They're respectful. Yeah, it will be head down, mask on, whatever. People leaving Brisbane Magistrates Court, woo, Roma Street Magistrates. Yeah. The, they're lighting up the dart as the doors open. Oh, man. John Hopawati leaving court one time gave a high five to a bystander. <laughs> like just put up his hand, hopper, high five. Um, Best case scenario there. <laughs> uh, I mean, if I were at the centre of a high-profile court case and the media were parked outside in droves, my covering of choice as I waded through the scrum would probably be the humble balaclava. Oh, <laughs> but still in a suit? Yeah. Suit the balaclavas. <laughs> Have you ever owned a balaclava? No. Always gets a great laugh. Where does it get the laugh? <laughs> oh, whenever you put it on. Like out in the bush if it's cold, around a bonfire, whatever. Whack the balaclava on. Gets a fucking great laugh. <laughs> Going for a run past the service station at midnight, that sort of thing. Good laugh. <laughs> fucking hell. Um, God. The, uh, makes you think, doesn't it? The longest sentence under Canadian law um, for murder, uh, for murder actually, is life with no parole for 25 years. And this is what, this is off topic here, but I'll get back. This is what pig farmer Willie Picton got in 2002 for murdering <laughs> and dismembering 49 people in BC. So that's the scope we're looking at. So, <laughs> And what did he get? Life, uh, no 20, parole. Well, life, no, parole after 25 years. No such okay. thing as no parole. So he yeah. could get out after 25 years. 49 people he um, killed, dismembered. See, that's, you know. In for a penny, in for a pound, like Whoa. this bloke. If you're going to have a dart on the plane and punch someone or kick off in any way, fucking kick off properly and punch heaps of darts. Yeah. Because they're not going, you know, three cigarettes adding on time per dart. No. Nah. It's just the dart. Well, his 40 days in the clink seems harsh to me, considering what Willie got. <laughs> Picton, he used to he ground up his victims and mixed it in with the pork from the farm, gave it to his friends. <laughs> Never buy mints. Make your own. Balvia. First bloke in Canada to get charged for the face mask thing. That's why I don't take food from neighbours. You never know. Oh, it's all. It's never like a full steak or something. You get no way. Mm. You get minced up <laughs> shit. You know, lasagnas, casseroles. No. Nah. Don't do it. Never know. <laughs> Just remember Willie Picton when you're receiving mints. Um, if anything, Balvier, like you said, he should have been rewarded. He's prevented a fire. I've not lit any up, but I imagine face masks to be reasonably combustible. Mm. Try to smoke and wear a mask. Results would be unthinkable on a plane. <laughs> Plus, are you allowed a lighter on a plane? Yeah. Can you? Why don't they just make people check their lighters in and their vapes and their luggage? I see that all the oh, I saw a guy the other day who had um, two vapes and a pack of darts and a lighter all in the going through the tray. Why you know? make them check them in? Can't smoke them if you don't have them. Yeah, I wonder. That's a good question. Can you bring a – I think I got told off once for having a coffee. Should have said, you know it's hotter than that. Flames, you fuckhead. Yeah. What should I do? Just bring a – 
just bring a fucking cold coffee on, bring an ice latte and then heat it up. <laughs> oh, my mates. Like, Using the lighter underneath. My mates last week dropped a half an iced coffee at my feet. First thing they did when they got on. Fuck you, Adam Mare. Almost tagged Virgin in that. Help me out. Yeah. It's always baffled me that. Like, what? Just don't let them have the same as same as prison. Like, that's always fucking confused me. Great place to break the cycle. Not of violence and physical abuse, but at least quit your vices while you're in there. Yeah. And, you know, get fit. Get some healthy eating habits. Great place for it. Reduce the options for fat and sugar. Get yourself a bunch of rehabilitated, fit, bloody great blokes ready to insert themselves back into society with a positive can-do attitude. And, like, if they're not willing to do some exercise, they don't get to eat anything. Get out there in the yard, do some laps, won't do you any harm. <laughs> Reduce the risk of anxiety and depression. Fact. <laughs> anyway, one and a half hour delay on the flight. They got to Toronto, no worries. All is well. Go Canada, go the Jets. Beautiful. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Hope this is stuck in your head all week. And our good mate, what was his name? Willie Picton. Willie Picton. Look him up. Quite an interesting <laughs> character. I reckon some people might be attempting a bit of no meat may pretty less into the pretty uh, pretty much at the end of the month here. When they've heard, heard, oh, fucking, I've absolutely butchered that. Old Mushmouth fucking Cody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're not as good a, a butcher as Willie. <laughs> Get around us on Insta at Midflight Brawl to see the videos we we're talking about recently. Uh, LukeHeggy.com for his tour dates. Heggy's in Brisbane this weekend. NickCody.com.au for mine. I'm in Newcastle. MidflightBrawl.com for the live shows in Tassie coming up in July. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you, mate. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. 